So this is the first episode? Yeah, this is episode one. Well, we didn't introduce our goddamn names. Well, uh, f- do we think we need to? Did we did did we do that in episode zero? No. All right. So then we're fine. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well. Yeah. No. 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 We didn't need to introduce ourselves. Are you serious? Oh, well, that's the next episodes. Yeah, but for like. It's the next episode, Greg. Don't worry about it. But even for like. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Greg, but that's not... We're good. No, no, well, we need to, like, introduce the concept of it all. That's what we're doing right now. What's the Core Life Crisis? Well, it's still not like, hi, I'm Nick Stefani, and I'm Greg May, oh, and welcome nice... to the whatever our name of our show is. Side Projects. To our side project. Welcome to our side project. Quality of sound waves. Yeah, just initially. All right. That's a good distance right there. Right here. Yeah, and I got. Yeah. So there's two options. One is you hop into the question portion where we ask you questions. You have to answer that right or do that. Or the other option I think is probably the better, smarter thing is define like what the quarter life crisis is. Kind of a bag of flesh out like what it is we're doing here. Okay, well, fuck, it's your podcast, dude. Just guide me Greg, through what it. is the core life crisis? Okay. What is your best definition, working definition of the core life crisis? Because my mom actually asked me, because uh, I just mentioned it, and I tried to define it. It was very hard for me to define it. Okay. I like that we don't, I don't get, like, music to introduce me. Like, everyone else, when they hear this, will have an introduction. Maybe my best impression of yeah. Joe's music. Yeah, please do. It's so good. I really like it. What is it's like, I can't remember. God, you fucking suck. <laughs> They're gonna listen to it. I know, I can't get it off the top of my head. Fuck, dude. Alright, fine. Alright. Should I bleep you out if you swear? Uh, I think it sounds better natural. Yeah, I think it sounds way better natural. Uh-huh. I thought this was the point of a podcast, was the freeing nature of me being able to just Say spat out the, the word. Fuck you, know. you on. Yeah, wow, okay, jeez. Yeah, that was aggressive. I apologize. Um, my my thesis on what the core. No, not your thesis. Is. Just like start defining it. Like, what is it? What are key aspects to it? I think one of the probably the most key aspects of it is the idea that you you kind of run the end of the of the gambit per se of like what you were expected to do. Sure. Right. So like you're like you finished high school. You went to college. You grad. I mean, I guess this is college specific. So, but for me personally, you went to college, and then and then you know you get a job and you work your job and then suddenly you realize like oh fuck like there was like always a path and then now there's not now there's just like forty years of nothing and then you're six feet in the grave, six feet under. You know, like you spend you spend the next forty years of your life and then you'll putz around for ten with some money. Your grandkids will probably hate you. Your kids will probably <laughs> hate you. And it's like, oh, fuck. Core Life Crisis is the realization that, like, you know, you need a plan for the future and you don't have one. Or there is no plan laid out for you. Oh, wow. The Tell lack, me more about it, Aristotle. The lack of a plan. No, I think that's the best way to describe it. The only metaphor I could think of was, like, 
typically when you're young, you know, if you're, you know, there's a there's a train track that you follow, and it's just a matter of going down the track. And as long as you stay on the train, tra- st- as long as you s- stay on the train track, you're good to go. Right. Sure. Right. There's obviously bars with which to pass, but like, there's really only one track. Middle school, high school, college, get a job. And it's like once you get all that, there should be this moment. At least I feel like there should have been this moment where you're like, oh, everything feels great, but like. I don't know, you're always left going like, oh, like, did I do this right? Or like, am I doing this right type of thing? Sure. Or am I really doing what exactly I want to do? You know? Sure. Right. Like, do you ever think about like, like legitimately like dropping everything you do and just like being like a, like a vagabond? Uh, yeah. I, well, I mean, I'd like to think there's something better than that I could do, but. But I mean, like. Where would you be a vagabond? Uh, sorry if I'm drinking tea. That's okay. And that makes it on the recording. I'm drinking water. Oh, Cheers. Okay. <laughs> nah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dork. Uh, there you go. Nice. Slam two things that aren't relevant. Um, yeah, sure. I, I saw a really interesting theory about this, though. And it was called... It was a Reddit post, and I, I actually saved it. I think it's on my... Uh, on my Gmail. If we were more professional podcasters, I would pull it up now. We'll get there, Greg. We'll put it in the show notes. Uh, we'll get there. I'm sure we'll get there. I'm sure we won't. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the idea is it's called like the park ranger theory, whereas like the the idea is that people like have these corporate jobs and they like but they like or no it was called this it was called the spa theory. Uh, it's it person asking like oh I want to be a park ranger. Mm-hmm. And he was like, is that cool? And someone was like, someone's like, you really don't, you know, people really get this kind of sense of wanderlust and they get this idea that they want to drop everything and they have an idea of what they want to do. But it's like, you know, working as a park ranger in a park is not the same thing as visiting it as a tourist. It's the same thing with someone who works, like someone, the spa theory is like someone who goes to the spa and they're like, this is amazing. I want to spend the rest of my life here. And it's like, now working in the spa is like sucks, you know. It's like not the same to be working in the spa yeah, either all the yeah, time yeah. than it is to you know actually just like be a person participating in it. So you know, so so yeah, I do get that sense of wanderlust or that idea that I could drop everything and just go fucking do something. But I also think I started. I read that theory recently, and I was like, that's really interesting. Yeah. Because you still have to deal with the day-to-day BS of, like, whatever job it is, right? Like, you still got to fill out a time card if you're a park ranger. You right. Know? You still got to deal with the bureaucracy of being a park ranger, or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah, the grass is always green on the other side. Yeah, right. But that's just because you can't see the shit near your feet, you know? Like, you can see the dirt near your own feet. You can't see it over there. It's grass is green. Is that, a, is that like, a real phrase? Because that's really good. I don't know. Maybe I saw it somewhere. If you just came up with it now, I'm impressed. Yeah, that was good. We're gonna tell, we're gonna have a like a fucking a catchphrase for this podcast. <laughs> the catchphrase for this podcast should, for our Shit listeners should, should be uh, "Why am I listening?" No, don't say that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Look, we talked about this. We gotta. I know. We gotta address this up front. We already did. Look, the person there. If someone is still listening now, that is amazing. They must be a really good friend or have a lot of faith in this project. Because the assumption that the two of us are in somehow enlightened enough to talk about the quarter-life crisis, a broad human experience, <laughs> is absurd. But are we not qualified to talk about it? 
We're human. Last I checked. I'm not a Cylon. Look, it's this is like I have every I have every bit of legitimacy to like to talk about it and try and say it. not that I'm expecting like like I said last time like I don't think I'm expecting to be rich and famous from this I think you know that's not what I'm getting at but I think we have, me and you have just as much as legitimate right to like and experience to be like this is what I'm going through or this is what I think other people go through I th- but see I think that's the problem with this is that. I agree. We have just as much of a right to talk about it as anyone, because mm-hmm. we're humans. But I think I think the problem is that we are assuming because we're angsty that we have <laughs> that we have a platform to talk about it. You know, it's like just because Fallout Boy has feelings doesn't mean that they should be psychologists. No, but they're musicians. Exactly. Yeah, I'm an exactly. engineer. Exactly. I'm like, I don't think I'll be a podcaster. And I'm a sad sack of shit. So. No, you're an urban planner, Greg. Oh shit! You're right. Fuck. My bad. I get confused sometimes. <laughs> right, do you think it's gen- do you think it's generational? Like do you think it's a life crisis? Yeah, like I'm legitimately curious if like if like if my mom or dad ever had these feelings or just people older have had them like they had them at one point and like now like because they've gone through like a significant more part of life and they have experiences that like they either don't remember or don't like think about it or or something I don't know. Yeah, like I, I just like to me the assumption is like, oh, the quarter life crisis is such like a millennial thing, and like I hate when people are like, oh, it's a millennial thing, because it's like, I guarantee you, like ninety percent of the quote unquote millennial things are just are every generation has had them to some extent, right? Sure. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a largely human experience. I think, I think it's more prominent in millennials because of our earlier thesis about how more of us go to college and more of us a lot more of us get master's degrees and so then you're prolonged and you're dumped out longer right versus younger people may have started working or sorry old, younger generations may have started working uh, high school but uh, right out of high school or had a job or something mm-hmm. versus ours is like a bit of a prolonged childhood so i understand what people say it's a millennial thing because in some sense it is but it's not that it's specific to like people this age it's just that at this point in time more people are doing it are going are to college to and, it, yeah, yeah and like are coming out of it being like was that worth it what am i supposed to do now yeah and so i think no i think our and i think i would wager to guess our parents i would say my parents definitely i don't know i mean i haven't i haven't talked i remember my mom working she like worked at the phone company yeah it was like not a, a job that she was related to her math or her degree but she but it paid well and it was paid a thing and she was okay with that and then mm. my, but my dad also was in the family business and he was young and I remember him talking about like, you know, not like trying to like, you know, exude a level of authority, but also like struggling and realizing he also doesn't know anything cause he's brand new in the business. And so I think that that kind of like juxtaposition where you're like so young at work and like, you don't really know anything yet is like frustrating to a lot of people. You don't have a mastery of your craft and then that drives people you know so i think so yeah absolutely i think i think people have just forgotten about it you know like just like how it's like when i when i talk to college students now and they're like super they're like super poor they're like oh like 50 dollars. i spent 50 dollars at the bar it's like oh i can't spend any money now for forever it's like i I remember what that's like but i don't think about it often you know i'm like past that point yeah that's that's true you know so i think it's the same thing with parents they've been successful for so long that that's what exists. 
You're gonna have to cut that diatribe down too. Diatribe. You're gonna cut it. You're gonna cut it way down. You can't have a podcast where Greg just talks for five minutes. No, no, right? yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. I hope I listen to this podcast and it's literally just you like talking and then you've just cut out all the parts where I talk no. and it's just the parts where I agree with you <laughs> where we come on like a big long speech and then it's like yes. me being like oh yeah of course of course Greg <laughs> you're so smart Greg these first episodes are always goofy anyway I wanted to no but I, I, I wanted to start actually this before this saying what did like what did you what were your thoughts of going through like recording the first one did you have any like thoughts interesting things you didn't listen to it, which is fine, but I'm just, like, curious. Yeah, I can't listen to it. I know, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not asking you to, but I'm just, like, curious. Did you did you enjoy it? Was it something you're like, this is cool, this is interesting? Like, what are your thoughts? Anything? Yeah, I thought I thought it was... I thought it drove at something that I haven't done in a while. And I remember talking to you, the, uh, you about this probably a year or two ago, talking about how I don't... I don't now, at this point in my life, I don't really have these kind of really deep conversations or exploratory yeah. conversations with my friends like I used to in high school they were famously dubbed John Talks because when you were with my friend oh John my Nichols God. okay go ahead they were like they were really he, they were called John Talks because that's like they were they, he was like an instigator of like these really like probing and interesting and like wholesome and like um, honest yeah like like just really honest and very like but also like very like insightful conversations you would have that were like a were like a really high caliber of conversations you didn't get, and I I don't get that much anymore. Yeah, and this isn't you know a chance to you know we call them what garage time garage time because we were hanging out in Daniel Kelly's garage and just philosophize yeah just whatever came to mind shoot the shit yeah yeah and I feel like that it's nice yeah because I don't honestly have I because like most of my conversations now with people involves alcohol <laughs> and right. like or at least like prolonged and like those are interesting but like do you mean involve alcohol as in like alcohol is involved as in like there's like we're drinking well yeah how else would it mean well I thought you meant like talk about alcohol oh yeah, yes yeah most of my conversations nowadays are strictly talking about <laughs> I know, I know. vodka now that I think about it that was really dumb you better leave that in. We'll see. Oh, my God. Well, I'm not going to listen, so I won't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll ask Joe to tell me. Anyway, yes, these conversations were... Do you ever think, oh, like... no, time out, bitch. I'm not okay, finished. Go ahead. <laughs> You're going to cut that part out so we can No, no, I'll leave that in. No, oh, no, no. I already said the F word several times. No, oh, no I meant, like, just, like we, we flood in conversation. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not okay. like we... Yeah, uh, finish, go. Oh no! Okay, well, I just thought, I just liked that this part of the this podcast was like was a chance to sober talk to friends in it yeah. about interesting concepts. And it's not just about like how was your week, how's your job going. Yeah, because like, that's all the conversations like, I have with people, right? Because like things change so fast sometimes, and like you we're know, so like, slow. Holy shit! When I might, well, when I my guess parents that's what call, I mean. it's Sorry, just like yeah. oh, like how what'd you do this week? It's like mm, boy, yeah, I sat at my desk. Yeah. I worked on these projects I've been working on now for several months. Right, that's what it meant to and say. And then I, you know, I went to the bar with a friend's on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I, yes. Impending doom. Yeah. My biggest th- thing was, I was amazed at how much I sound like my brother. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I've never thought about that. But it makes perfect sense, right? Like, genetically, yeah. we're, like, probably the closest to each other, right? Yes. Yeah, you cut from the same cloth. Right. It just never came across my head that that was a thing. Yeah, I think I was most surprised that I sounded like a whiny bitch. 
I don't want... You mean like a whiny, like pitch-wise, or whiny as in just like complaining? You didn't listen to it. How would you know? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I think was interesting was, first off, I really enjoyed the editing, like the editing process, and like, uh-huh. I loved hearing our conversation. In hindsight? Because I think you know me like too well at times, where like, I laughed, I, it's like this. You could just give me an eye roll, and I know the entire context of that eye roll so well that no, like, there's no, there doesn't need to be a punchline or joke, you know? Sure. So like the polar opposite of the polar opposite of that is like, like me and my brother because it was only me and my brother growing up, and we did essentially the same thing our entire lives, like play sports, play video games, the same video games, yada yada yada. Like we knew each other so well that we could push each other's buttons so well that there was no one in the world that could piss me off more than my brother at the grocery store that just gave me a stupid look like a stupid like ace ventura look and i just wanted to like tear his fucking throat out like and no one could have that effect on me like my brother but like the polar opposite where in terms of making me laugh is like you doing stuff like that you know what i mean like that like that little that little that little that little thing you just did with your eyes just like the little twitch I loved hearing that over and over again, and me laughing. I loved. I thought it was hilarious. Wow, do, do you want to blow me too? I feel like that. <laughs> Audience, Nick is getting on his knees. <laughs> you can't see it, but you can. You can. You can know it. But I, no, seriously, like it was. It was just really like pleasant. Oh, okay. And nice. I was expecting the editing process to be more dreadful. Be laborious. Yeah, but it was just. It was just fun. But it was. I don't know. It was just really, it was interesting how much how much more enjoyable I, it was. I thought I'd be dreading editing, but I I really enjoyed it. And I threw a little fun stuff in there too that I'll get better at. Do you feel like you feel like you're a whiny bitch when you think about the quarter life crisis? Because there's a lot of times where I'm like, Nick, you're just being a whiny bitch. Like, don't think about it. No. And then when I do think that thought, I think Nick, you're going down the wrong path and you're slowly developing a midlife crisis it's going to be a lot worse if you don't deal with it that's interesting you see what i'm saying yeah you think that this, this could have cascading effects right if i just push it off for later it's just gonna get worse i don't because so. in high school I, in high school i would i would like i was really good at like packing things in you know yes which is the healthy way to do this. right exactly <laughs> exactly right so no no I, i'm no it's not the healthy way to do it. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Sorry, you said it was such a genuine... I know, I sounded so... Jo- oh, yeah, I sounded so convinced. No, but, like, that's the the complete wrong attitude. But, like, I also feel like most of society, whether right or wrong, is just, like, that's the approach. It's like, yeah, just pack it in, like, just put your head down, crunch through it, and you'll be fine. You'll come out the other end. Yeah, and I'm, like, worried that I don't know if I will. Uh, if, if, if I take that approach... Which is not how I live my life. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't take my life very seriously. Which is... Well, so, like, that is... We talked about it in episode zero, but you talked about how, like, people who are like, oh, you just need to be happy. Like, you need to make yourself happier. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Like, how yeah. people are like, oh, like, you know, you just need to change your perspective. And like, that, I feel like, is the same thing as that. That is, I feel like, the... the is like a, just a form of packing it in, where you're going to smile over it and think happy thoughts. You it's not going to solve your fucking problem. No, it won't. But I think it's a good tool to use to calibrate or, like, readjust your thinking every once in a while. 
Sure. It's not an NWO. Like, have you, you know, like, have you seen, like, Black Hole Sun? Like, that music video? Uh, no. Black Hole Sun! I'm familiar with the song. You don't know that music video? I, I, I mean, I know it's a 90s it's like exactly, and and there's lots it's exactly, of It's like, it's exactly <laughs> what you described, which is like, they Oh, no, you I know haven't talking, seen them. Yeah. I have seen There's, I mean, there's mouths, seen, yeah. like, get all, yeah, like, super, super and they're just, like, su- like, trying to be super happy. Like, that's kind of what it's like. And it's just weird. So part of me feels weird because it's like, am I, am I wrong for thinking those things? Am I like, is something no. that far off that I don't understand? Like, did I miss the day when they went over this in school? Like, I don't know. No, no. It gets to my my. I just I don't think you're wrong, but I think it gets to my core thesis about what uh, a quarter life crisis is. Which do is... you want? Do you want to jump in? Yeah, do it. Do you, Go for to it. To the meat. Yeah, let's no, this no. episode. I want to bite in. The, yeah, the juicy, yeah, yeah. medium rare. Yeah, stop titillating me. Just go. Oh, sorry. Uh, the sizzling, <laughs> <laughs> super deluxe entree of this. Yeah, go for it. Now, my uh, cousin, she has this theory we were talking about. All right, I think yeah. Uh, what the three like the three pillars of what a quarter life crisis is. Oh. Okay. And she was well. She explained it to me, and I thought it was really insightful. Shout out to Corey Carnes. Uh, she was talking about how in her 20s she had a quarter-life crisis. And she says there's three pillars of a quarter-life crisis. One is living where you want to live. Okay. Second one is being with who you want to be with. Okay. And the third is doing a job that you that you enjoy. And so, like, if you're missing one of those things, you're, like, discontent, but you can, you're working towards something. So if you wanted to live in Seattle, you could do that. Or if you, you know... If you don't like your job, you can work at something better. Than that like two of them together is like you're you're it's not enough neg- to hold you up. Yeah, it's enough to hold you up, but you're doing okay. It's like you know, you like you don't you know, you don't like living in Madison, and you don't like your job, but your girlfriend is great, you know, so you like it. Your significant other is fun, or like you like your job, but you don't like being here, you know. Yeah, but Wait, but you can hold, it can hold you up. It can hold you up, but. That's, right. If you're missing all three, you are in the full-blown Depcon 5 fucking, like, <laughs> quarter-life crisis. Kinda, what if I have two of those and still feel like I'm in that? Then you're, well... <laughs> Am I fucked? Then, then you're a whiny bitch. <laughs> and we solved the problem. Okay. Uh, Podcast over. Done. Well, I, I think that... No, that's a good, that's a good, I think that's, that's really good. I think, I think... That's as, insightful. I think in terms of if you want to be exploring the quarter-life crisis, there, we can certainly have many theories on this show, and I'm sure we will, but I think that that is, like, a really nice, like, basic idea of what yeah. it is. Like, that's, like, that, like, a vanilla, you know, foundation for what a quarter-life crisis is. That's a good working definition. Yeah, exactly. If you're missing two of those three pillars. Yeah, exactly. If you're, yeah, exactly. I think if you're missing two, you really are, you're not in a good way. Uh, yeah. you know, like, if you're missing all three, and this is where you'll need to edit in one of those, like, like sirens, like an air raid siren. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of those? That was me. That was not edited, by the way. Yeah. Well, well, I guess we'll see if I edit it or not. Find something. Yeah, I'm sure the audience won't be fooled at all. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was. It did sound pretty good. It's pretty good. I was, I was mildly, was impressed mildly impressed with myself. Uh, so yeah, so I think that that's my working definition of it. Yeah, that's curious. I I think that's interesting. 
I thought it was concise and short. It is. No, no, that's a good way to wrap it up. I think that's a good way. Because, like, that's... Because that's, like, kind of what you're working towards, right, ultimately? Like, what you're told to work towards? Uh, Got a job. Like where I live. Yeah. Got a significant other. Get married. Get so, married. That Yeah, essentially, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Oh, man, marriage. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have so many thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a really good working... I think my train track theory combined with your your cousin's 3Com theory, I think that really better, like, pretty much sums it up, you know? Great, we don't need to make any more show. No, no, but I... But <laughs> We're done! I just think it's... And if I could, scene. If I could say it in a different way, I think it's just this feeling of... Trying to balance out this feeling of there's something more. Sure. Right? Because, like, for example, like... I really do like living in Madison, right? But, like, on a day, not a daily basis, but on a frequent basis, I think, oh, man, like, why not live somewhere else that I've never been? Why not live in another country? What are the pros and cons? And, like, like, you know, like, I really think about it. It's not just like, oh, it'd be cool to live in España, but... (laughs) (laughs) But Yeah, you, like, I threw that in there. But, but, like... When you sit down and think about it, it's still like comp. When you get down to the grid of it, like it's just the idea. It's like you said, like you were talking about. Oh, you like the idea of living in Seattle, right? I remember sure. you saying that one time, and like that's totally true. It's like, but at the same time, like if the idea of living in Seattle gets me to Seattle, and I and I capitalize on whatever that ether of the idea of living in Seattle is, if I capitalize on it and take that and turn it into something real, then that, that is something real then. That's something concrete that, like, I can be happy with, you know? Sure. Like, the, like, let's, like the idea of moving to Seattle, for me at least, at one point, was, like, really appealing. And if I went out there and didn't have any friends and, like, didn't enjoy myself and didn't take the efforts to, like, enjoy what Seattle had, it would have been terrible. Sure. Right. So, I like, agree. it's a grass is greener thing, but, like... Absolutely. If you go to the other grass, and even if you see some shit lying around and can deal with that shit, even if it was pretty much just as green as the other side, like, you're okay. Now I'm rambling. I'm not even talking about what I meant to talk about. Yeah, you kind of lost me. But, but, that, but that, I, that idea where it's, like, is it grass is greener, or is it not grass is greener? Well... That's a really difficult question, in my opinion. So just for the audience who isn't familiar with my concept that Nick is in love with the idea of Seattle, was that Nick really was, like, thinking about going and getting a job out there, but you had never been. Right. You had never been to Seattle. Right, right, right. And I think, but I, and I I was poking fun at you because I poke fun at, like, a lot of people who really like specifically the Pacific Northwest, but larger, popular millennial generation, you know, towns, New York City... Austin, you know, San Francisco, where it's like they really like the idea of it, right? Without having any like idea of what that like culture is like, you know, or like they just like they know. I guess it's more driven from a fact that they don't like where they live now, 
and they like fetishize what this place could, could be. be for them. Sure. Not recognizing that your problems will just follow you from town to town. Right. So. I think that you, but you actually went and looked at Seattle and you liked yeah, it. Yeah, I so, loved it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it's not necessarily a fair. No, but I think it's a good. I think it's a good um, talking point about it. And I just, I don't know. To me, just the quarter life crisis is just like what you're on this path and now you have no plan ahead of you and you can do whatever you want you know you yeah. can work 80 hours a week to become the ceo of something with the with the hopes of being something like a really position of power something like at a company you can drop everything you have and go be a vagabond in south america and like realistically all those op anything from that from that spectrum is a legitimate option for your like your life choice in my opinion in the grand scheme of things you if you, do you think bumming around in south america no. is a legitimate life choice i for, i i mean it's a perfectly legitimate option to choose it's not for me <laughs> it, it's not how i'm going to i i can i would choose to okay not that i wouldn't do it like if someone if there was i don't know I don't, but see, the, oh, see I don't, yeah. I don't remember seeing that card in the game of life. <laughs> I wish that was one. Be a doctor, be a teacher, be a South American. It's an extreme, bomb. but like you can, you can, you can, if you really, really wanted to just like travel nonstop, you could find an online job and make penny, you know, make not, not great money, enough to survive and, and live your life and do exactly what you want. But like, will that make you happy? I don't know. I guess, and for some people that that does and for some others it doesn't you know and i think that like dichotomy of not being able to figure out or having to figure out what that is being forced to figure it out and being exposed to it i think is key because i think there's a lot of people that are like it's like the idea of like happiness there's a really good documentary about happiness i can't remember i think it was called happy but like if you if you grew up with the expectation that you were gonna just be like a poor subsistence farmer and you become like a subsistence farmer but you're making enough money to survive and support a family like you'd be the happiest person in the world because like you were hoping just to get that right but like if you were taught to like you, know, you gotta go to college you gotta get a really good job you gotta live life and you gotta have, be passionate about what you do and you gotta do all this and all this well, okay now that you're exposed to it now you're like your standard of happiness is a lot harder to achieve. Oh, I just, it's weird because like there's days when I hate thinking about it and I just want to like turn off my brain and be like, all right, let's just get through the day. But then once I have that thought, it almost like pisses me off more that I had that thought, you know? That you, no, that I think I, it's a perfectly reasonable like, that you, I think the illusion that people are like happy at their jobs is like, <laughs> is bullshit, you know? I mean, like, there are certainly good days and there are bad right. days, but... But even on a weekend, like, there's certain weekends where I'm like, all right, this weekend's going to be good, and then by the end of the weekend, you're like, what happened? I didn't do anything. And it was a great weekend. Sometimes it's not, though. It's true. You know, and sometimes just, like, why, like, I'm, I, had a, I had a break, but, like, nothing happened. Hmm. Like, what's the point? I'm going to, like, switch roles. I don't know. This is bum me out. Yeah. Yes, taste the darkness. <laughs> no, but I mean, wallow in it. I don't know. That's part to me. That's part of like what the core life crisis is, you know. Yeah. Yes. It, and I know. I know for a fact. Like, 
my brother's dealing with it. One of my cousins is dealing with it because they're in job. My my brother quit his job and a perfectly reasonable job. Re, you know, reasonable. I'm not saying like. You know, it's not like it's not like it's not like it's not like quitting. I don't know. Well, let's wasn't say- a dream job. Sure. I'd like to take a moment to talk to you about Lava Lamps and LavaLamps.com, sponsor of this show. <laughs> can't even do it. I can't even face. do it. I'm a sad, lonely, 20-year-old bachelor.com. <laughs> Did you just move into a dorm room? Yeah. Do you need something to vaguely light up your room? <laughs> do you, need do you like the to... color combination of blue and blue and red? Do you need something to match your Bob Marley poster? <laughs> <laughs> Let all your friends then know come you're to, cool. Then come to LavaLamps.com. Yeah. LavaLamps. Float on over. LavaLamps for when your personality isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, LavaLamps.com. What is it? Offer code? This podcast, this podcast sucks. <laughs> yeah, fuck this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what is your goal? What is your goal for this for this particular podcast? Not, not, I guess, more personal. I guess, what do you hope to? Is there anything you hope to explore or see or do? Yeah. Go. Yeah, of course. It's. It's it's my it's my moon landing. It's no even better. It's it's my Tesla in space. It's my Mars mission. Is is to get. Okay, so a singular person. Well, it's new to you. It's not new to you, but it's new to our listeners. But I think episode zero is gonna be episode zero. You're not gonna air episode zero. No. No. Okay. All right. Maybe later. You're gonna cut all this out too. We're cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're cutting this. Yeah. All right. Redefine it then. I want to know what you want to. Why would you? Why? I just feel like the episode zero is like. Just like really, just rambling thoughts. I thought nothing. it was pretty good though. It was kind of it was a good intro to like just talking. Oh well, we didn't even talk about it. We didn't even talk about who we were, or what our names were. But I guess if you want to, if you want to air it, I guess you can. I'll think about it. Okay. I'll edit this one and then we'll figure. I'll figure it out. Okay. So for the sake of it, let's go. You have to cut that middle bar. Where we yeah, 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 yeah. Say our names. Put it at the beginning. Yeah. Followed by the music. Bit. Yeah. What. What what do you want to get out of this? What do I want to get out of it? Yeah. I don't know. A a deeper understanding of uh of just what the quarter life crisis is, but I like I I'm mostly just like talking shit with my buddy. Yeah. And then you know, I like to imagine somewhere on like a snowy sidewalk in Minneapolis, John Rank is chuckling to himself at various points. And this is the too. point uh, of the show where we establish the fact that we can make shout outs to our friends to see if they listened. Oh yeah. And then they're shout all out gonna to watch Rank. it. Yeah. Yeah, that bearded fuck. Beautiful bearded fuck. I hope he uh I hope he falls on his face. <laughs> I hope they didn't I hope they didn't salt that sidewalk. <laughs> He just goes slam his face first. Yeah. Fuck but then say what you want about the about the moon landing thing. Say that. Well, isn't that episode zero? Okay. Yeah. Well, the thing about the, my moon landing is, and my overall goal for this stupid fucking podcast, is that 
is that one person I don't know listens to it. Yeah. I want like I want like a third connection to listen to this. Or is it second? I don't know how that works. Second connection. Second connection. A friend of a friend. If if literally if one person if one person who I don't know who doesn't know who who doesn't know either of us actually listens to this podcast, it will be a phenomenal success. So if you're listening, you should next time you see Greg, you should point out and be like, I enjoyed it. How how the fuck do they know what I look like? Oh yeah. Yeah. They don't know me. Right. That's the whole point. I'll never know. I'll never be truly satisfied. <laughs> I We'll have to rethink we'll have to think that one out a little bit. No, no no, that is still the Let's goal. make a Twitter account for you. No. Let's make a Twitter account for the show. Okay. Maybe that's the better option. <laughs> and if, okay. You know. Yeah. I don't know who would listen to this. Mm-hmm. When Gary Busey listens to it, <laughs> then I'll be happy. But the, you can see this is when what Kobe I, see, Bryant when listens you, to this I podcast. You, I love when you say that though, because it's so funny. Because like to me, that's all like, that's all anything is. Like no one like, like I only really got into podcasts because CGB Gray and this other random person named Brady Heron started making a podcast, and I went in going, oh, I like CGB Gray. I'll check out this podcast thing he talked about. But before that, he was just some guy that made YouTube videos that was entertaining. Not even entertaining, just like... Sure. Just interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying... Again, I'm not saying my goal is to create like a podcast and have like a podcast media empire. That's not my goal. In fact, I don't think that's what I want. I just want to, one, have something... One, I want to be able to have like an experience of like creating something. Okay. Like I've been pushing off a lot of personal goals of creating things. And like this is something that is a good entry point... It's a good way to express myself. It's a good way to talk out things that, like, I'm really poor at communicating or just, like, you know, sometimes it's good just to bounce ideas and just be like, yeah, today sucked and my job is fun, but, like, there's a lot of things I complain about. More than just the mundane of, like, I had to deal with this bullshit at work. You know? Okay. Like, higher ideas about, like, my job. But then if it does turn into a media empire... Then, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to quit my job and become a vagabond and travel South America. And we'll just talk into this dumb golf ball shaped microphone. Are you coming with me? Uh, I mean, depends on how much money we make. <laughs> if yeah, I could, fair if, enough, fair enough, fair enough. If I could travel the world. That's a good question. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Making a podcast as a fucking joke. But see, right. For once a week? Yeah, of course I would do okay. that. But, okay. Right. Right. I'd also like a billion dollars. <laughs> They're both about equally but attainable. But that one, oh, I think I think it's a lot more attainable to get a podcast going and travel. No, we passed. You it. wouldn't. No, no, no. We passed no, the zeitgeist. We're not. I disagree. I think we're you could. the game. I think realistically, you might have to wait. Like it might take a year or two to like build up something. But I think if you really, 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 really wanted it, it could be done. Just, it might take two years to get to the point where you're self-sustaining. But with fucking. Kickstarter and Patreon and all that fun stuff. I don't think that's difficult. It pro it, it might even exist already. No, we're too late to the game. That is this is like literally in, in twenty eighteen being like you know it's a dope idea, a streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next thing then? Uh, if I knew that, I would I would be already going on these trips. 
That's true. VR porn. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's probably the. Next I just think. Thing. I just think my goal with this is to like legitimately have ten episodes that I'm proud to like be like I made that. That was fun to do. I had a good time, and ideally continue it past that, and then also be able to like do this with a couple friends and be able to have it fun because like you know I've had like serious or fun deep conversations with like friends here and there sure but it'd be great to like do it more often okay in a concentrated manner that that makes it easy and fun. Ten, 10 episodes that's that's I about, could do 10 episodes that's the minimum I'm looking to get to to do it and if it and if to, to do it and then if I enjoy it enough to keep going on I want to keep doing it okay but I don't want to be like I want to set some goal that like forces me to really dive into it. I don't want to be like, oh, I just want to make one episode, and then if I do that, it's fine. Like, I want to make ten episodes, and then at that point decide like, okay, this is a good. I enjoy this. This is a good use of my time. I okay. enjoy this. Yeah, I want you to know you're setting yourself up for a real nostalgia trip. Thirty years good. from now. Good. No, because I want when my... I died in a tragic car accident at forty-five. Don't say that. <laughs> the clown car I was in exploded. If you died in a clown car? Yeah, a tragic what balloon kinda... accident. If that happens, I will drop everything and be a vagabond of South America for you. Don't use me as an excuse. Just go. But see, that's that's you're right. You're hundred percent right. I shouldn't use you as an excuse. I should just, if I want to do it, I should fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. The problem is that's not really what I'm going after. That's the thing. Oh, okay. That's why it's I'm all a facade. It. No, no, it's not a facade because it is like a legitimate thing to like want to do. But that's not what's gonna, I think, ultimately make me happy. Okay. Will be maybe for someone, but not for me. Okay. Because there's other things I want to get done in life that being a vagabond is not conducive to. That's fair. So. Okay. Well, ten episodes it is. Audience, we're oh. shaking hands. Yeah, I think that's, that's just a good starting point because that's a good starting point. Like I said, after, after that point, I want to then reassess and be like, okay, let's keep doing this. We have two people listening, but hey, it's fun. And that's all that matters. Yeah. I don't give a shit if one of them's John Rank's cat. Those are our two listeners. Abraham Lincoln, right? Yeah. John Rank and John Rank's cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it's John Rank. I think it's Allie's cat, really. You're right. I don't know. Maybe they've gotten a lot closer since last time I talked to them. I don't know. It's hard to say.
never cut this part out. Yeah, yeah. 